0: gentlemen it's brian pillman jr the hottest free agent in professional wrestling right now and you know what
1: i'm headed to the gym to work out and train for my next big break but you know when i'm not training when i'm not in the ring when i'm not doing all the things that make me a superstar what i like to do to stay connected to wrestling is i'll sit and listen to the can't stop Talking about wrestling podcast. Welcome to episode 22 of Can't Stop Talking About Wrestling podcast. Hello, everyone. I'm Hector, and I'm here with my tag team partners Raymond and Mark.
0: Yeah, he has
2: returned. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, we're already starting this. Already, we're five seconds in. Raymond.
0: Hey, listen. I'm all
1: listening. Right. What's going on? I know that we're all listening. <laughs> <'cause> it's like,
0: <laughs> oh, no. uh, I'm sorry. Well, I, I just want to know it was. I was going to put it out there. You know that shell shock of you know getting engaged. Um, I'm just saying it right now. It was Buddy Matthews Murphy, whatever you want to call him. He was in danger, so he, he felt that his woman was in danger of getting taken by me. So that's why you know he rushed the whole process there. I just want to throw that out there. Hey, I'm feeling be better now, so that. that's why I came back. I'm able, you know, I'm able to focus now.
1: Hey, it's okay to mess up his name because I've noticed on Collision they call him Matthew. They, they call him Matthew they, and Murphy. Yeah, no, I know. I've noticed that. I
0: don't know if that's – let me ask you quickly since we're talking about this. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the, one, the announcer that was in Collision in the beginning. Is he gone or like – I see a new announcer there.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, I, I think so. I know he has some connections with Impact. I don't know. I haven't heard anything about like what's the story about that. So I, I don't I don't know the situation with that at all. If, if we find yeah, out, I, we'll, we'll bring it up. But yeah, yeah,
0: because I know the new guy's always messing it up, like me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, he, he must be a real wrestling fan, then. <laughs> All right, moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Um, well, um, yeah, let's go straight into um SmackDown. Um, Jay Uso has left um the Bloodline. He has left WWE. He has left everybody. It's usus Deuces.
0: And who? You call- you make that out Wait, did you did you make that up? What? Ooses deuces?
1: No, that's what he said. Oh, okay. He said usus deuces. I that part. He picked up, he put up the deuces, the two fingers up, and half the arena put up the two fingers up also. So it was no more about the one. It's about the uh, deuces. Yeah, he said that. He said usus yeah. deuces. Okay. He and he jumped over the the railing, and he put, he put up his two fingers. Everybody put up his two fingers. That was the perfect time. The the crowd should have been chanting AEW. But they didn't, and they lost the moment right there. But yeah, <laughs> well,
0: uh,
1: I do you think that's a necessary
0: part of the story. I feel like it, it was no, such a waste when you I, see I, this. I, like, th- you know it's gonna happen.
1: I I I I think he he left the company completely, and now he's Leatherface. But um, that's that's a whole, that's a whole different story.
2: Oh, like a Leatherface? That that's the next AW World Champion right there.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, what what a chainsaw. Yeah. It's just a new, the ver- new version of Chainsaw Charlie.
2: God, he has nothing in Terry Punk.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I just want to point out. I know we're gonna to get to it. Yeah, but Satnam Singh in overalls could be one of the funniest visuals I've ever seen. I just want to point that out. <laughs> like the guy is like thirty-seven feet tall and he's wearing overalls. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that,
1: that
2: yeah. my, we'll, we'll get into it, but that, <laughs> yeah. that, that, I have so much to
1: talk about. Okay, so yeah, so uh, uh, there's not that much to talk about when it, when it comes to SmackDown, besides um, Jay, the main thing of Jay Uso leaving, where does this go? Um, I'm going to say, you, if you make a big thing about leaving, and Uso's and Deuce's, and they took you off the main roster in the website, we're not going to see him this Friday. Um, how long is this break for? Because now the, the, that's the focus now. That's the story of the bloodline. So, like we, the the old saying, it's the bottom of the third. I don't know if we made it to the top of the fourth yet. Oh my God, we're
2: you talking about this again with the bottom of the third?
1: Yeah, that that's a key thing. Now because <laughs> now I, for me, this is not an interesting part of the story. Some people are, oh my God, what's going to happen with Jay? I, I like Jay and everything, but this is not making me want to watch SmackDown. I'm very curious uh, where they're going to go with this, like maybe next week. And if, and if it's basically Jay's going to be gone for a couple of weeks, um, Roman's going to take some time off, and it's just going to be Jimmy doing his solo thing until Jay decides to come back. I'm not interested I, in that at all.
2: I have an interesting take. I do me. think I think what they're going to do is nail this is the time. the remember that when Jay, and Jimmy was gone, Jay became main event Jey Uso. Now, it's time for the shoe to go on the other foot. Jay takes some time off. Jimmy becomes a single star. And you're able to do it and get this actually to get to Mania. And have them go both at the top of their games, one-on-one, Uso versus Uso. I, I think that that's where the direction they're going to go here.
1: Okay, but what, I mean, that that's the Uso's story. What have, What's the Roman story in between this? Does he face off, I don't know, uh, a Bray Wyatt? Does he face uh, Randy Orton if he come if he's coming back?
0: Brooklyn Brawler. Yeah. So let, let me ask you because with the news that Roman got hurt in that J match, and uh, they think it may be severe, what you think that's going to be like?
1: If it, if he's hurt, then I'm saying they they have to push the Uso story. Like we're, we're going to see J and Jimmy fight in the next couple of weeks. And that also goes with the whole spoiler alert with, um, Rikishi. He's doing a, he's doing a signing (laughs) that weekend. And for them to promote that signing, they're telling you, come meet Wakishi before he referees at payback.
0: And then Delisa. So that one goes, Ooh.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So if if that, if, if that's the big spoiler, then that means this story is going to end in two weeks. Well, not end, but at least we're going to see them face off in two weeks, and that's how long Jay's going to be gone for. Yes. So, and, and and that's only if Roman's injured. If Roman's not injured, then they could mess around with that story. Roman could show up and and, t- and take their time with it like they've been doing. But for once, I'm not interested in the B- Bloodline story. But, I, like I said, that's just me. I... I...
0: No, I was just going to say, I think that what they're going to do, like you said, this week he's not going to be there. Jimmy's going to call him out. The following week he's going to be there, and that's when they probably make the match if that's what they're going to do for the pay per view. Gotcha.
1: Um, yeah. So I was just thinking, yeah. <laughs> you're going to hear a lot of, yeah. It's just stuck. It's part. It's, yeah. It's a main part of my vocabulary now. Um, I'm saying yeah. we get this. Bloodline little by little breaking up. And we get Roman all by himself. He goes solo. Not even Paul Heyman. By the time we reach WrestleMania. Or we get the bloodline. This big feud. And they get back together stronger than ever. That, that's where I see the bloodline going. This is the one step. And little by little they're all going to just break apart. And, and Roman's going to be all by himself. At his weakness. At WrestleMania. Or bloodline is back. Full effect. He got the Usos with him, he got Solo with him, Paul Heyman, everybody, and they go on for another two, three more years with this. And real quick before we go anywhere else with this, if Roman is planned to keep this title to break all records, which is starting to look like that's what they want, and now they're messing with my brain, because I feel like that's the best thing for wrestling right now, is for Roman to break all the records. You're out of your mind. I, I'll tell you why, because it, it. I've been listening to other people and I've been brainwashed, but it it, it definitely <coughs> like we talked about before, Mark. It can't be Cody. If he's gonna win, he can't be Cody again. It, so then let's let's give him a bigger a bigger thing to claim. Then let's say he faces the Rock and beats the Rock at WrestleMania, and then he goes on, and that that would be acceptable. He can't be Cody, and then we can say then what happens with Cody then? Does he go after Seth or something? But yeah, um. People have been saying, like, right now the record is Bruno. A lot of people have never even seen Bruno wrestle. They, some people some some people of our generation or younger kids don't even know what Bruno looks like. Now imagine 20 years from now, we're talking about how great Roman was. Right now, like, right now you're pissed off. I'm a little pissed off about it, by Roman keeping that belt. 20 years from now, it's going to be a, a great thing to talk about. 20 years from now nobody wants to talk about Bruno Bruno Salatino owning the the record 20 years from now <laughs> your you, your kids or a five my nephews or whatever are going to be talking about oh yeah I was I was I saw Roman when he conquered WWE and he had a, it, it's a better conversation to have 20 years from now uh, 20 years from now no one knows about Bruno and they're going like, to yeah that old man had the belt so it will it, be nice to refresh in the records with someone that it's more recent that we could talk about Take it away, you guys.
0: You to hold the whole
2: title for another couple more years. You know that, right?
1: No, no, I know that. It, it, it's like I think two, two more years.
2: In uh, in this day and age, you just can't do it.
1: I got that. That's what I say. So, so it, it's out of mania or not? Because after mania, we we talked about it. It's I think he he will have to keep it to September of next year, not this year. Next September of twenty twenty four to break Hogan's record. <laughs> That's just Hogan's. Yeah, that's just Hogan. If he, to break Bruno's, he needs it for another, I think, two and a half more years, or even or three years. There's
2: no, there's no yeah. way on earth. Unless it's defending on title once every six months, there's no way.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, just the world title is going to be worth a lot more then, I guess. I don't know. Uh, that's just a little theory. If if they're planning to break this record, and I, and I'm, I'm so let me go.
0: I was just gonna say, do you think that the only way to allow for that to happen? Is that the both world titles can be defended on either show? Because if you only have one title on one show, there's I don't I agree with Mark. There's no way. But if they allow for a Seth to go to SmackDown defended and Roman to go to Raw, that allows for that at least movement of people getting championship, but not let Roman lose it.
2: Um, why yeah. two titles? Yeah, but- it, it just blurs everything. It just.
0: I, I it's think WWE. Listen, I th- they break they blend the line all the time.
1: It could be like a mixed promotion, like someone just shows up at Raw. You don't have you don't need Seth at um on SmackDown. So you could just have maybe like a Bobby Lashley show up on Raw or like vice versa. Just like, hey But you still need Roman to defend pe- the title against people. It it's a crazy weird situation where everyone's at right now. But I'm um, Let's be realistic right now. It's either he loses at forty, or he's gonna keep the title for at least two two more years. Now, what happens in those two years? How does he? End? One of the persons would be great is The Rock, and I know everyone talks about it. It's not gonna happen. Um, some interesting news have popped up, but um, I yeah, it's just a, it's just a theory that they might use Roman to be the face. Cause remember, they always want the Roman to be the top guy. We just didn't accept it until now. So this might be the perfect time. He got the title. He's I accepted ha- it. He's he's halfway there. <laughs> he's halfway there. Do you take away the title now and like, okay, maybe 5 years from now we want to do this all over again or let's just run with it now. So
0: it's an interesting dilemma. It is. It's <laughs> like the dilemma is not for say Roman keeping the belt. The dilemma becomes how do you move? Because AJ has been stuck in the middle there at SmackDown for how many months already?
1: Everybody, because there's it, no growth for him. It's it, it. It sounds like a a bad relationship. Like, do I just stay here because it's nice and, and go for the ride, or do I just like stop right now and start fresh all over again?
0: That's an
2: encouraging comparison.
1: It is. It, it's it's life. <laughs> Someone told me about that before. There was like um, oh I I watched it. I watched this TV show because it's a nice hobby. And I was like, "Oh, that's nice," and they was like, "Oh, but you have wrestling." I was like, "No, wrestling is not a hobby. It's a, it's a lifestyle. It's it's totally it's a different. Lifestyle. It, it, a it's, lifestyle. It, it's it's a lifestyle. It, I, I'm so connected to wrestling, and we could have a whole episode of why wrestling is important Listen, to you or whatever.
2: It's, it's not paying my bills, so it's not my lifestyle. Okay, it's,
1: that, not, it, it, it's it's my lifestyle as it, it it sometimes gives me that energy of like, oh, I can't wait for this certain day to come." If not, then I'm just like going with the with the flow sometimes. So it 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 motivates me and it helps me like away in different ways. And like I said, we could do a whole episode, and I could be very dramatic about it and everything. We could play music in the background, and I could have you guys in tears and everything, or we could just have fun with it. But yeah, it is definitely a lifestyle for me. I I take it more serious music, than no. the average fan. But yeah,
2: what music are you gonna play?
1: I don't know something nice and sweet, maybe like a violin playing. And and then the uh, with a narrator, I guess I could use Raymond with his oh deep, deep voice. Lose.
0: Jewel, you were meant for me.
1: Yes. Jewel, I Jewel. was meant for you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it should be lyrics, though, because I'm going to be talking, so just like a nice a- acapella. I don't know.
2: And then Hector's going to wonder, wait, our listens dropped 80%. How is that possible?
1: That's if we had 80%, but okay.
2: Or right, 80% is a <laughs> percentage of the number, so... Of course, I'm just okay,
1: messing I, with I didn't yeah. say that's, so that's the, the way we're going. I just said that would be one episode. It could be like a Sunday episode of um, getting personal with Hector.
2: I go. got you. Like an, ex, like, an ex, like an extra episode. Yeah, like,
1: like an a extra, extra episode of getting personal with me. Some people want to get personal with me, Mark. You don't have to be so rude about it. Like, I'm going to lose everybody. Okay,
2: else. so
1: everyone's going to go personal with Hector yeah. DMs. Um, Maybe I want to cut a promo. i just be like, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, anyway. All right. <laughs> Let's move on to collision cuz once again it was another good show. Um we had a great main event with the House of Black versus uh, Wait, who's it? That's Raymond, right? That
2: was Raymond was being a heel.
1: Th- that's Raymond being a heel cuz I'm sorry. There hasn't been a bad collision in a while. Maybe before you were he- you you left us. Cuz the main event of House of Black versus Punk at FCR was a really good match. And it was, the, I agree. and the last two weeks before that, main events were were good. But it seems there was more action than what we saw on TV. Because besides with that match and House of Black winning and Samoa Joe interfering and attacking Punk, show goes off the air and CM Punk grabs the microphone and cuts. Not a promo because he's talking from the heart and he's saying what he has to say. And he does his best version of talking crap about Hangman Page. And I'm, I think this is weird because he Hangman Page is the only guy CM Punk is a, it can't talk about. He can't talk about Young Bucks and he can't talk about Kenny Omega or he'll get sued. So that tells me either uh, Hangman doesn't have a good lawyer, or he doesn't have good friends that could hook him up. Because if I'm the Young Bucks, I'm just saying hey, you can't talk bad about the elite, and that's it. Not just you can't just talk about us, and then Kenny Omega has to do the same thing with his lawyer. And they just left Hangman out. So yeah, CM Punk cuts a promo, whatever you want to call it, and calls him a a peg warmer. Which, I love it. I collect action figures. So, he he basically was talking about, if you go to a toy section, all the figures that's on the shelf for AEW are Hangman figures. And they just hang it on the peg. So he called him a peg warmer, which I thought, like I said... It was one of the greatest things to know that CM Punk can talk about action figures. And then, besides even doing that little promo, during the show, Hangman Page showed up, was told they didn't need him, and gave him a different location to go to. It also happened to three other wrestlers, who were also connected to the Elite. They got to the arena, and they were told they're not allowed into the arena, and you could go back on the plane, we already rescheduled your flight, or so on and so on, basically you just can't come in. Now who has that power? Cause if, if it's CM Punk saying, hey, don't let these guys in. I don't want them in here no more. They're gonna cause drama. I don't want that. Why does he have that much power? And if he's if he's doing that, yes, he's an asshole. But um Oh yeah. But but even if he even if he said that, why is it happening? The blame has to go on to Tony Khan. Tony, why are you giving CM Punk this much power to talk to security and tell security um, this is not happening no more? I don't want, this is the list of the people that could come into this building. Three days later from that whole situation, he he apologized to Hangman Page. I'm sure by phone or whatever. It's a little too late. You shouldn't have done it because all you did was stir the pot. And if you thought they were going to be somehow into the ring and have some kind of promo together, it's not going to happen now. And it, it's just crazy that CM Punk has this much power to do this, especially with these two big shows coming up. May, hey, maybe it's some crazy story that this is just a big promo and it's just a storyline and it's going to blow up and we're all going to love it. But if it's not, I, once again, Tony Khan has failed. But yeah. You think
0: it's a H- Hogan syndrome? Because I was watching The Dark Side of the Ring and, uh, and they had the Bachelor of the Beach, the last one. And it was this whole thing where you know Hogan got, he sued uh, WCW and Vince Russo because he was talking bad about the quote the character, but he took it as he was talking about him, and the judge threw it out out of the court. He's like, hey, this is not legitimate. But Hogan has a lot of power per his contract. Do you think this is a Hogan uh, syndrome type of thing with CM Punk?
1: Well, CM Punk has power when it comes to collision as um storylines and all that, like. It's, it's supposed to be punk from what i've heard is punk jericho and and brian who are, are like in charge of creative they or they have big a, a big amount of say but still for you to say you got these guys flying into the building they fly in they're landing they they're probably renting a car they're driving over there and you be like nope sorry and you tell them at that moment you first of all it's embarrassing and supposedly it looks like they couldn't even like you, you use the bathroom. It's like, no, you're trespassing if you step into this building. Like, I work for you guys. Like, it's a, it should be, I know it's wrestling and it's about fighting and all this, but it should be a safe environment where I could go to work and not worried about getting rejected or someone getting into my face or maybe even a fist and we're going to start fighting. Like, it's, it's supposed to be a comfortable place where we could go and, and work and, and make money to um, support our families and all that. And there was another situation with um, Jack Perry. Supposedly, I think it was last episode of Collision or two weeks ago, there was a, a, a scene where he had to uh, use glass. He wanted to use real glass, which is real stupid. And Tony Schiavone and a couple of wrestlers backstage had to um, talk him down into he's not going to use real glass. He's going to use Hollywood props and use fake glass. Saturday's episode, CM Punk decided it was his turn to talk to um, Jungle Boy about the situation. And it turned into this big argument. CM Punk got into his face, screaming at him and everything. So some people are taking it as CM Punk trying to be the leader, even though he's arguing about something that happened two weeks ago and supposedly was taken care of. But CM Punk probably just got word of it, and now he wants to give his say about it and show his, that he's the leader and he's taking charge. But it just sounds like CM Punk this, CM Punk this, CM Punk this, and it's just negative stuff instead of looking like a true leader. So it's not looking good. and And this is coming from a big CM Punk fan. Guys.
0: That's a lot there, but yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think with uh, the whole thing with CM Punk, you know we kind of talked about this this mean, He's returning. I think that if, he, if this continues to be the path, he's not going to have anyone that's going to want to work with him, to be honest. I think they're going to be like, I'm over this. Um, and I'm, I'm telling right now, I think if I was uh, Paige, if my contract is running up and this is the way I'm being treated, and I know Cody up there is being treated a different way.
1: They re it,
0: it may be. You resigned already? They, oh, that's all of them.
1: Yeah. The, yeah, the, the entire, the entire elite we signed. That was part of um his promo.
0: Oh, I missed that then. Yeah, yeah they, they, uh, they all,
1: Page, Bucks, and um Omega, all re signed together. And that's when um last week on Dynamite, Kenny Omega was like, he they announced it. We resigned. You're gonna see a lot more of us even on Collision. And I guess this was the first step of them being on Collision, and CM Punk didn't allow it. And like I said, it's crazy that he has that power to say, no, they're not going to be on the show. And like you said, people are not going to want to work. And that's the way CM Punk is running the collision right now, basically. It's only going to be with people that he wants to work with. And that's great because, I mean, I could see him, or I would love to see him fight a couple of weeks against uh, Madakai Black and give him a match with Murphy one-on-one. But after a while, you're missing the whole big opportunity. Which I don't understand. But yeah, that's where that's going. And poor Hangman Page, that he has to go through this while the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega are saved because of great lawyer work.
2: Mark, your feedback. <laughs> I mean, I think this is all just ridiculous soap opera stuff that's totally unnecessary. That's really what it is. Like, honestly, this, it, it's not even sadly to my interest really because i I feel like it's just it's unnecessary drama punk has all this pull and this one says that that one says this it's like unless we're getting dark side of the ring or unless <laughs> we're getting some type of giant storyline at the end i really i honestly it's not even a big deal to me at this point yeah. I, I care more about Leatherface.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that we'll get to that but like I said, Punk apologized, so maybe Tony Khan finally interfered. But like I said, it's too late. You already said it. It got out there. And not only that, um it's everything that he said about Paige, it's recorded by all the fans in the arena. It's so it's it's out there. So for you to say it's so
2: say he didn't say it. Of course he said it.
1: Yeah, th- there's more there's more news about what he said than his apology. Like you have to like r- do research to find out, "Oh yeah, he apologized." But, but. Let me ask
0: you this: If someone is always saying "I'm sorry," at what point do you realize that they're not really sorry because you're well, not changing your actions? Well, he, you continue he, to do the same thing.
1: Let, let's not make him look like a punk. Um. He, 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 <laughs> has, he
0: hasn't
1: he hasn't he <laughs> hasn't said um, sorry before. So, I mean, he's told fans, "I'm sorry wait, for wait, that, wait, for leaving you guys for, he he for so years." For
0: that fight with the elite. No, he That's wasn't.
1: No, no, he was. No, he wasn't.
0: You never said sorry to. Them? I believe he said. sorry. Did he say sorry to the locker room? For no being a professional. No. no, no, no. There, i just, pray he just said sorry he did say sorry.
1: For him, there was nothing to be sorry about. He's he's sorry uh, that 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 a lot of the people be, behind there are, are softer than ice cream. <laughs> Besides that, but he he's not he's not he's never apologized because everyone has their own story. And it, it, we're not gonna waste our time going into that whole situation. Just real quick, remember okay. he said what he had to say, which was some things he shouldn't have said. He went back to his locker room. The door opens. Like, they basically kicked the door open and confronted him. What are you thinking? If you just talk shit about four guys, and within the next 30 minutes, those four guys bum rush your locker room, it's it's time to fight. I don't think we're going to talk. So he's not apologizing for that. He said what he had to say. They came into his locker room. He's, he definitely swung first. And his dog got a, a bite of somebody and... and, and and some crazy stuff happened, but we'll have to definitely wait for Dark Side of the Ring for that one. Let's talk about um Lacey Evans. She is gone from the WWE. I hear some rumor. I heard it's not
0: official yet. No, she
1: she <laughs> she posted. She, she she posted. She posted that um, sorry, at midnight you could call her by her real name. Gave her her real name and all She's that.
2: The alumni section on WWE.com. Yeah, now, by the way,
1: and um. From oh wow yeah from all the um top people that know about the situation, her contract expired, so it's not like she asked to, to leave. So she's a free agent. So if she wanted to, tomorrow, or or tonight, whatever it's pre taped she could be at, on impact, or on on Saturday. She I could think be, she needs on means. Saturday. She could be on collision. Yeah. The big thing is that she's basically done with wrestling. I mean that. That's not saying she might not show up for like a signing or something. But supposedly she's done wrestling and she's going to open up a local diner in her town. And that's it. So if you thought you are going to see her in wrestling, the talk around the locker rooms and everything is that she is done. And she's happy with whatever she did. And she's just going to open up a diner. And that's it. Stop at the diner. And I think it's it. a
0: coffee shop, but
1: yeah. <laughs> coffee shop, diner, okay.
2: And she's gonna go, go for OnlyFans too. Let's not forget that. Let's not forget the most important part. <laughs> well,
1: that's how that's gonna pay the rent for the coffee shop. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: I don't know if you ever seen her that, that picture of her an attractive trader and she's wearing like a skimpy little outfit. I mean, anyway.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway,
1: this this is why mommy this is why mommy got engaged. Because you, you you're here too, look, too busy looking around at these other pictures. She probably fought Raymond. <laughs> that's why. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, very interesting. This is what I was talking about before when I brought up The Rock. But, um, just two th- two different interesting parts came out with this. Um, Brian Gertwitz, who was a main writer for WWE in the Attitude Era. And then from becoming a, a big writer for the entire um, roster, he became a, basically the only writer for The Rock. And wrote all The Rock stuff. And when The Rock left, he followed The Rock. And, um... Now he has a big part at Seven Bucks Production, and he works under the Rock and all of that. Blah, blah 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 blah. Anyway, he's been doing. He he came out with a book, I believe, maybe a year and a half ago. I had it was only audio version, and I heard it. It's a great book. I, I should have the name for it. I don't have it on me, which is my part. I'll get your name in a couple of seconds. But um, anyway, now he now the the hardcover book is coming out, the paperback, and. So, he's, going, he's making his rounds. They talk about um, L.A. Knight. Because L.A. Knight was on their first reality show of Seven Bucks Production. And what was very interesting was that he said that we, meaning him and The Rock, called WWE and recommended them to look at L.A. Knight. So, that means with L.A. Knight being the way he was or is since day one, The Rock is okay with the way he's acting. So, everyone's saying he's copying off The Rock and all of this. If The Rock is calling McMahon or, or whoever you call and say, hey, check this guy out. This guy has it. That's a thumbs up from The Rock. All we need is a thumbs up from Stone Cold and LA Knight is safe. That's what I think. Thoughts on that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Raymond, you still there?
0: Yes, sir. I'm just paying myself
1: on mute, so just in case it's all okay. background mode. Yeah. Well, Raymond is driving right now, safely. Just check it up on him. All right. And then also he talked about um, the Rock, um, which I didn't even think about this. We was like, oh, there's a there's a writer strike. The Rock is free. The, this is the perfect time for the Rock to show up. He says this is the worst time for the Rock to show up because with the writer strike, as all um, actors are home not getting paid and standing by the writers if the rock shows up and collects a paycheck while his fellow actors or not it looks bad on him
2: oh my god boo boo I, so it's right sag so, after god almighty so he has to mark mark i agree
0: with you yeah I yeah I agree.
1: I agree but now it makes make sense he's more he's more of an actor now of hollywood that he is a wrestler right now, so he has. He to...
0: First, first he, was a wrestler, He
1: was a wrestler first. I, I, I get that. So he has to stand by his his peeps and his friends, and not so-called union or whatever. So basically, we we might miss the opportunity. We might miss the opportunity of The Rock and Roman face to face because of the writer strike. He ended up. He ended the conversation basically saying that um. He doubts we'll see The Rock on on WWE TV while the strike is going on. But he really doubts that we'll never see The Rock again on WWE TV. So, take that for what you want. But I, I truly believe that we're going to see The Rock somehow connected to the bloodline. It's just about when and how important it's going to be. Is it going to be too late? So... Anyway, listen,
0: they need to, if they're gonna pull that trigger, now's the time. I don't care what anyone else says. Rock is rock, and you know, unless Rock is wanting to be the quote that new money in Hollywood, and or in this case, new actor in Hollywood, and he wants to show his uh, whatever the respect for Hollywood, that's one thing, but still, like, you know, if you have the opportunity, you say, I can't do WrestleMania because I got this, that, and this, and now you got nothing, where's the <laughs> excuse now? And so, for me, it's like, whatever,
1: yeah, I mean, the perfect time is now, but. It, 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 it won't happen until Mania, so it, maybe it's not now. So he when this we don't know when the strike is going to end, and when it does end, how many projects he's going to have. So the perfect timing would be around January to set up a Mania match. But in the if if this is in the back of his head, he definitely has to be training now. So he can be ready for for Mania, so he could be in his best shape and everything besides what he looks. Gotta build up that stamina and everything. But there, yeah.
0: Well, yeah. my alternative to that is maybe it doesn't need to be Mania because we already know that Cody needs to win the belt.
1: Wouldn't, so wouldn't I that...
0: think Survivor Series looks pretty good. It will make it a really big Survivor Series because that's what they're all about right now: is numbers. Yeah, but that I, would be a really good event. My opinion. I could be wrong.
1: I, I if it's going to be one on one, Roman versus Rock, it, it has to be Mania, and then that and and like I said, then that means Roman is just going to take this record a little longer. Maybe he's just gonna be Ho- maybe he's just gonna be Hogan's, or maybe he beats Bruno's. But if it, if it's The Rock, it's definitely Mania, and Cody's just gonna miss his opportunity. And maybe Cody beats him in Survivor Series or next year or something. But yeah, Roman Roman and Rock has to be a Mania fight on a Sunday night, um, at Philadelphia, right in front of me, since I got tickets for Sunday. But um, well, <laughs> besides that, yeah. Um. Yeah, it, I I I can't see them fighting at Survivor Series. I can see him showing up at Survivor Series and starting a story, and that that leads to WrestleMania. But yeah, that type of match, come on, that's 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 Hogan. About, that's Hogan Rock. That's Cena Rock. That's that's Mania.
0: Okay. Well, let me. Re- how about this one as alternative? Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble is now in usually the big uh, arenas now. That could be a good stage to do it, and then set up WrestleMania for Capote and Roman.
1: Yeah, I I can see it, but like I said, I for some reason and it's not and okay. Let, let me being biased because I'm going to WrestleMania officially now, but um, it, it's just it's it, it just sounds like it's a Mania match, The Rock versus Roman. I mean, I don't know. I, I only because of the Cody situation, I understand why it should be Royal Rumble or something else, but it's it's definitely main event. It should be. It should have been in Hollywood because it. it, it I, I. That's all I picture. Rock versus Roman and the spotlights and all of that, and I don't know. I see. I see it as a mania match. Anything with that mark, or we're moving on. Well,
0: I mean, remember
2: when Rock came back the last time. Philadelphia. Like the, the big, like the the big Retali Face Cena. Oh, yeah, okay, on that day, one. Okay. First, film, remember. Rock and Punk was at the Rumble. Yes. So it's not... I thought, it's not on to do it at the Rumble. It's yeah. just totally to be a Tropicana Field, which, I mean, is a, a dump can in itself. So I don't know if that's exactly the best venue for possible top <laughs> roll. <rock run. laughs>
1: yeah, I mean... Well, it's funny, because as soon as um, Raymond set on um, Boy Rumble, that's the first match that popped in my head. CM Punk versus Rock. But like I said, I, for some reason, it's maybe I don't know. It's the way I see it. I see big WrestleMania main event with those two guys face to face, and the news and everything. You don't really hear about like a, a big media thing for Royal Rumble or Survivor Series. But WrestleMania, you, you got access Hollywood and TMZ talking about that for the whole entire week. If it's Rock versus Roman for Mania, and a bunch of press conferences and all of that. So. Anyway, like I said, this is just rumors. Oh, this is just us, basically.
2: Rumors and innuendo.
1: <laughs> this is just us <laughs> playing with an uh, idea. That's it. Uh, um, what right, th- move on what I moving on. What I thought was interesting before we get to um, what re- Well, the only reason Mark is here to talk about le- Leatherface. but it's reasons. MJF on um, went on. I think can is it safe to still call it Twitter? Uh, and
2: for
1: the same thing, we don't know what we're talking about. X, Twitter, whatever. Anyway, I'm I call it Twitter. If I'm still calling this guy Walter and Alistair Black and all these people's name, I'm gonna quote it Twitter. Um he he tweeted to Logan Paul. There there was a a list of top 30 wrestlers under 30. Logan Paul didn't like where he was at and made a big thing about it. MJF tweeted about it and was like, I I um I have your back basically. I agree with you. The list is bullshit. We should talk about it at your podcast. And we should also talk about... um, AEW's London show. How it's going to be the biggest show in history. And he also... Quoting him. said, hopefully your boss... And our mutual friend... Jolly Old Saint Nick... Will allow it. P.S. I wrote wrote this while sipping on a prime. MJF... On a, a podcast with Logan Paul... Sounds pretty cool to me.
2: Um, did, awesome. did Paul respond to, the, to, the, to no. the
1: tweet? no, he did not. It, it's surprise!
2: Pre- surprise! Yes,
1: it's pretty new. It's pretty new, but yeah, I mean, those two guys talking about wrestling, I, I, I I'm, I'm very intrigued in that. But yeah, I don't know if he, if he's allowed to have an a AEW talent on his show, which it is his show, has nothing to do with the WWE, so.
0: I'm sure it can happen because a number of Chris Jericho did the
1: uh Stone Cold podcast with a lot of, with a, AEW. with a lot of um permission and paperwork done. I mean this is a I pop- it was done. This is a yeah, but that that's I, um I, that goes in the network. What what um Logan Paul does does not has nothing to do with Peacock or WWE network or anything. This is what he does on his own. So it should be okay unless someone tells him, "Hey, it looks, it's going to make us look bad in the long run. Don't do this because this guy has a mouth on him. So, I don't know. And, and Logan Paul is still a little fresh. So, he might not be able to reply to a certain comment that MJF says. So, it, it's a, I understand it's a little tricky right there. Hopefully he gets done. Yeah, I, I would love it if it happens. But, yeah, I don't, I love MJF. Um, all right, it is time to talk about Dynamite. I'm gonna, I honestly say, I didn't get to watch eighty percent of it. I have to catch up on it. You're really
2: su- fan you are?
1: I know. I, 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 <laughs> I, see. You know what? I'm pissed off. CM Punk has been wearing a shirt that it seems like only his friends made it for him. Because you could buy, you could buy the shirt that he's wearing, just the front of it, that it shows you CM Punk's symbol. The one that he wears on TV on the back, it says, I'm a collision guy. You can't buy that one. That one is just made for him. I want that because I'm a collision guy. I get no interest to Dynamite anymore. I'm interested in what happens to MJF and Adam Cole. Besides that, I'm not really watching Dynamite anymore. So, but what about
2: Leatherface? Aren't you interested about Leatherface?
1: I, I miss Leatherface. I saw the highlights of Leatherface. Um oh my god. It reminded me of um old WCW days. And I, yeah. I and I you know what I don't mind it. That's that's what wrestling is about. It also gives wrestling a bad name. It's like someone wrestling a mop or something. When you have characters like that and Robocop and blah 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 showing up. But um I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm s- since um you're so much a fan of Leatherface. I'm gonna let you take it away, Mark.
2: So, you know, obviously they were promoting the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, or whatever, whatever the movies show. I don't. Again, it's, I'm not. It's a game, so right?
1: I think it was a game that they were promoting.
2: Close. something. It, I mean, was a, yeah, yeah. it was a yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, supposedly AW got paid a hundred grand for the spot. Okay. And they donated every dime to the Maui relief efforts that's going on out there. Nice. So for that purpose, for those that are shitting on it, if, if you get the details to why it was done, you really shouldn't be shitting on it because they made a hundred grand for people that really need it. So that that's all I'm gonna start out with. Now, if that wasn't involved, let's actually dissect it. Um <laughs> this definitely has some WCW two thousand vibes to it. <laughs> yeah. Um, some really crazy stuff after you finished Robocop which is a great one oh, wait, but it's because no. when Chucky was uh, in the a, a promo battle with Rick Steiner uh, many moons ago a little bit <laughs> but before Leatherface even came out Jeff Hardy was dressed in the uh, in the garb which was pretty cool you know he changed his gear up a little bit to you know to mix with the match the death match um, the match itself was just wonky and all over the place It was. It, I have to admit As ridiculous as it was, it was kind of fun. Um, Again, Satnam Singh in overalls is almost as funny as Christian Cage with his (laughs) dicky. That still is the best gear for a heel ever, um, because it's just so stupid. It's great. Um, The match. It's again. It was just fun. Like again, it wasn't. It wasn't a a six star class. I'm sure Jim Cornette had a coronary while he was watching it. Especially when uh, when when the best part was when uh, Karen Jarrett gets in the ring. And the music hits, and everybody's like, what's going on. You see Leatherface come down with a chainsaw, and you can just see people in the crowd, up few of them going like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like, what? Like, And again, you we know, chase chased Karen Jarrett down the ramp, and Karen fell, and the funny thing is he could have easily, if this was real, he could have easily sawed her into bits at least five different times. Either that or Leatherface is like half blind, which is why he kept missing her. But... <laughs> um you know, Jarrett, when he, and The fact that Jeff Jarrett ended up with, with the Leatherface Championship is tremendously funny. <laughs> Definitely better than Orange Cassidy's International Championship by far. Uh, um, yeah, ter- God, I'm tired of Orange Cassidy every day. But anyway, um, I had to throw that in. Um, it, you know, it was just for what it was. It was fun. And, that, and that's really what it is. I mean there's a lot of other good segments which we'll talk about with M- MJF and Adam Cole and then the Jericho and Don Callis stuff. Um, then there was, um, the Young Bucks match and then the acclaim getting attacked by House of Black, a bunch of shit going on, you know, but listen, it is what it is. They got the money for the Maui relief, which is the most important part. Some people hated it. It's because the hardcore wrestling people that aren't entertainment people. Um, you know what? They have to cater to different audiences and at least AEW tried something different and raised the hundred grand for Mau- Maui aid relief. So,
1: okay. Congrats to that part. Um, The part of the dynamite I only saw and I was upset about, and upset's a big word, uh, was the the Jericho part. To find out he's going to be in um, at London fighting um, Will Osprey. I was hoping for the Kenny Omega rematch, the rubber match, but um, to have um, Will Osprey versus Jericho, it's Jericho's not. the right person for him to fight. Since he's a little older, a little slower. But I, I the only thing I'm going to add is basically if that match is good or ends up turning out to be a great match of the night, then WWE should sign Will All Spree as soon as possible. So then, then, That means he could wrestle anybody then. Because right now he just seems like he could only rest, have great matches with um, Kenny Omega, Ricochet, people like that. If he could have a, a good to close great match with Chris Jericho, then... Then he is definitely a guy WWE should be looking more into than just not paying attention at all. But um, I know you, you guys are not really big fans of Will Ospreay, or I'm not sure if you guys even watch his matches or something. Ooh. Exactly. Who? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Or, but then when he signs to WWE, and I see you guys wearing his t shirts and everything, then it's going to be like, okay, now, join the bandwagon. But fine. <laughs> Um, I'm I'm, I'm not trying to be the heel right now, but
0: the top guys, the
1: top guys right now that are getting like big pushes or having really outstanding matches right now are Orange Cassidy and Wesley. Silence. I,
2: I, why are we wasting time on two people that are so overrated? (laughs)
1: Wesley
2: let me say you mentioned Wesley
1: yes I know.
2: How in the blue hell did he beat freaking Dijakovic or Dijak or whatever the fuck they're calling him now are you fucking kidding me I know this is a PG podcast I'm always really cursing that pissed it, it, me off man we're not
1: we're not we're not PG we're good but um yeah yeah but come on <laughs> no no Dijak, that, that's the reason so I bringing cool. it up that's the reason I bringing it up because I was waiting for your feedback like this because I know how you feel about him but it seems like he's going to He's going straight to the top. I'm oh, oh, sorry. Straight to the moon, and have a, a match with um Carmelo. And he might be the, if Carmelo gets called up, he might be the new champion.
2: Yeah, I'd be sick.
1: <laughs> so yeah, West- what, it,
2: what the heck? He's, he's ninety pounds with rocks in his pockets, man. Come on. Yeah, if he's a decent wrestler. He's a tag team wrestler. No, Maybe if, a cruiserweight champion I, if they would still have that title. But come on, he's not a world champion. The fact that, again, Jack gets screwed again. The guy looks like the freaking Terminator. There is a heel character. There's somebody that could be a champion, and hold the title for six months. What are they doing here?
1: I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a Wesley fan. But I'm, I, I don't like Jack at all.
0: What is wrong See, with you?
1: <laughs> God,
0: I, I, I'm actually a Wesley fan, the only reason I, I say I am is I when I did a Dolphin Swim with Give Kids the World and. Wesley was one of the he, WWE superstars. He saved there, your life? Or Sasha. No. However, I asked him to cut a promo uh, about how the Atlanta Braves suck. And he was really quick on his feet. He didn't think about it. He didn't even hesitate. Within like 10 seconds, he was cutting a promo on how they suck. And and I was like, this man is amazing. Like, you know, there's others that had to be, they'd be like, yeah, Atlanta Braves suck, boo. And then they, that was it. He actually cut a really good promo and I was like, you know something? For him to do it like in a spot it like that. I think that that gives him something I think above everyone else. And I am
1: a Wesley fan, That's because of that.
0: And so, he, he, he you know, the flippity flop helps a little bit.
1: Take that, Mark. He's a great he's a great guy, Mark.
0: Uh,
2: I don't care if he's the nicest guy on the planet. <laughs> nice guy's just because he's always a nice guy, doesn't mean he's me world champion
1: yes it does because I'm sure it, Bro, it,
2: I'm one of the I, nicest I, I, human beings on the planet I'm, I'd shoot the king of Siam if we're going by that
1: yes like, come on. I think I think it means a lot and I'm pretty sure when Mark I'm sorry not Mark when Raymond and Wesley were having a romantic moment with the uh, Dolphins <laughs> and, and, and Raymond would have drank too much water and drowned Wesley would have gave him CPR and that deserves a title run
2: yeah well, he joined Orange City and become the second international champion over in that company
1: alright I, I get it you, you don't like the top guys Of wrestling And Ramey doesn't like Good team oh, wrestling days. Top
0: guys
1: Top guys out
0: <laughs> Well With that said I am <laughs> going to tap out here For the night gentlemen So I'll do my shout out now Since I won't be here later I give my shout out To Give Kids the World Please check them out On the Facebook And uh, Hearts of Reality. They do have a special event Coming up at the end of the year Also on Facebook and gentlemen, it was a pleasure. I will see you guys next week.
1: Take care. See you next week.
0: We're not going anywhere. Just Raymond's going somewhere. <laughs> <It's okay.
1: laughs> he, he said what he had to say about Wesley, and that's it.
0: Yeah.
1: Bye. <laughs> Jeez. Well, um, since he gave a shout-out, um, your favorite shout-out of the wrestling universe. We talked about it last week. Um, They had that great signing of the Hardy Boys. They had, yeah. They had, um. This is not a shout out. to I mean, if, if you're in the area, check it out on October fourteenth, They have Kane, which is pretty big.
2: That's a big get for them. Good yeah.
1: for them. This is a big get for any for anybody in the area that could that that wants to meet Kane. I think it's 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 great. So if you live in Queens or you want to travel,
2: one day? question mark. What happened? It said future president one day?
1: Question mark. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. I I, I, I think that would be pretty cool. If, if you're not doing nothing that day, or if you are, cancel it. And go meet Kane at Wrestling Universe in Queens, October 14th. But yeah, how could you not like Will Osprey? I didn't say I like Will Ospreay. Okay. I just, you guys. I was like Wesley. <laughs> no, I know that, but before you be like, who? Will, so you know to
2: Will Ospreay? There's been some decent matches. I'm in the same boat as he was. like, If he can put on a really good match with somebody like Jericho yeah. and other guys like that, then you're gonna ha- you're gonna have me hook line and sinker, right? Again, he does some crazy shit, but I've never been like, oh my god, I have to see a Will oiled spray match.
1: Yeah,
2: I'm like I'm, Jericho. Then what that? Then you know what? You got my respect, man.
1: Yeah, that's how I feel. Like I, I feel like he, he's a I I love his matches, but I I feel like it's it's not for everyone, and you can't have that match for everyone. So if he has a decent to good great match with Jericho, then WWE should get him. I know there was some beef with him and Seth, and supposedly that's been squashed. So that's one good note for him to come to WWE. But um, he's a young guy. He has the looks. I I think he he could be great for WWE. But
2: I mean, he's got he's got the look.
1: Right. If he was like
2: two inches taller and maybe ten pounds bigger, I think he'd be perfect.
1: Right. Yeah. Is that that whole um situation? It's the look. Yeah. But I, I, when it comes to talent, I, I think he has it. But like I said, his his moveset, is, it, it can't be competed with everybody. So, let, like I said, I guess we'll find out with Jericho, how that match goes. Jericho, I don't yeah. think, is going to be doing a Kenny Omega situation.
2: And you're going to see Jericho be doing 680s off the top, bro.
1: <laughs> exactly. So, let's see how that sorry, match
2: goes. Sorry about One more Dynamite thing, call real quick. Go, go. Joker stinks.
1: I, I didn't see that. I, I saw a, a clip of it. it was, um, sorry, I, I saw a picture of it. And honestly, you sold me. So as soon as we finish this and I um, publish this episode, I'm going to watch Dynamite.
2: There we go. There we go. Listen, the Joker Sting thing was pretty cool. It wasn't for long, but it helped with the story. And it actually, you know, <laughs> he, I have to give a Steve Borden credit. 60 something years old. Yes. He has the energy to be like a Joker character, and that, that's pretty impressive. I have a hard enough time waking up out of bed in the morning, so <laughs> good for him. That Sting continues to amaze and surprise.
1: I have to say, I'm new to um, Joker's Thing.
2: Really? You didn't watch any of the Impact stuff with Joker's Thing?
1: At, at, when, I guess when that was going on, I, I can't tell you what was going on in my life or what happened to my Impact subscription, but I don't remember watching Impact at all during that time.
2: Hmm. You didn't go to the Brooklyn Cyclones when they had Impact there? At MCU? MCU Park? Back in the day? Because okay. he was Joker's thing for, for, for one of those shows.
1: Oh, no. See, I, I, I've gone to, I've gone to Impact in Brooklyn for the Cyclones, but there was no there was no Sting at that time.
2: It was got a, you. Okay. It, it was yeah, late. it was I remember Joker's thing. I mean, listen, he was good back then. I'm glad to see it. It's only going to be for a short time now. But you know what? People are going to have a treat they never seen it. Like, you never seen it. You're, you're going to be like, huh, Sting's got a little... Even more like dimension that he can go to and like take the character elsewhere. So, I'm happy to see. It. I mean, some people were like, "Oh, you know, he's got he's got to regurgitate some of the past." Bro, like some people like yourself, they've never even seen it. Right. Never I think the thing. So, it's a different a different uh, element here.
1: I've only seen clips of it, but I've never seen it when, when it was happening at its moment and all that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm upset. It's never. He never really got that great run at WWE. Yeah. Well,
2: I think it's was in charge, and you know it, it didn't. Yeah I mean, if, if Sting would have... If the time frame's changed and Sting came in, let's say, now, let's, like you know, it would have been a whole different ballgame. Yeah. Like how Goldberg got the second chance when he made the the, sec, the second return. You know, I think Sting would have had the same type of Goldberg treatment. Like, into, like, a star.
1: I was always surprised of how big of a push Goldberg got for WWE. You were
2: surprised at how big? The second run or the first run?
1: All of them. Compared to everybody... That came from WCW. I mean, Booker T had a good part, but I don't think he was ever taken serious. He, he was always given, like, the King Booker. That's King
2: Booker. Yeah.
1: He, like, it wasn't just, like, I'm Booker T and, and like, I'm a badass. But well, the
2: first few coming the company with Stone Cold, I mean, if you're not going to be, if you're not taken seriously, you're not going Stone Cold Steve Austin.
1: Yeah, but it also made Stone Cold look good. Goldberg came, basically, to walk all over Brock Lesnar a couple of times.
2: So, but remember the first when he first showed up, it was against The Rock. Yeah, remember that. Yeah, but so, Goldberg. You gotta know, understand Booker T. Compared to Goldberg, Goldberg was built like a truck, and everybody Goldberg. You hear that music, boom, boom. You know everybody's you know into it and chanting Goldberg and the spear. I mean, you saw some of those spears he hit when WWE went to Christian and and other people and freaking poor Nunzio in the Royal Rumble. I mean, that's <laughs> something I've watched like a thousand times. Like Nunzio's surprised he was even alive after that. Oh. I always say the uh, r- random sidebar. Two of the best Royal Rumble spots ever was the Goldberg, Spirits and Nunzio, and the Gene Snitsky clotheslines. Paul London was yes. wearing the cast. I remember that. One. And I, I, where I, I, I was like, "Oh my god, Paul London!" dead, because that, of the way he hit.
1: That that was um, that one stuck in my head.
2: Yeah, it's always like one of those things you always always remember. But Goldberg just his look, his music, his appearance. How could you not? book somebody like that as a top guy. That's why even when he came back this run when he had against Lesnar and then he was the champion, mm-hmm. Goldberg even not being as strong as he once was, Goldberg's look, his image, people know Goldberg.
1: No, so I, 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 I'm sorry. I sorry. I get that, but I, I've always been told or heard that Vince McMahon would never let an outsider beat one of his guys. And Brock Lesnar is one of his guys. And... A, a couple of times, Goldberg has come and walked right over him. This is someone you created. Someone you built. And you let no, somebody from another company walk all over him.
2: And, but, and also, first of all, Brock got the last laugh. Yeah. But secondly, Brock and, and Goldberg are very good friends.
1: Yeah. No, I get that part. I'm just saying it's, it's still that guy from the other company that came and and beat your blue chipper. Right. Yeah. So that, that that's where I, I was going with that. But, you know, Goldberg's a fucking badass. There's nothing to... I'm
2: one of the nicest Discredit guys that. on the planet. So. Let's not forget that. <laughs> Eat your heart out, Wesley.
1: <laughs> I was just gonna say it, it doesn't it doesn't matter if you're nice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wish Raymond was still
2: on. <laughs> still on I, was not, I said that he would have
1: popped. No, uh, Ra- Raymond, man, Raymond, man. Raymond, Raymond had a moment with him and dolphins. I mean, how do you, how do you interrupt that?
2: I know how you're how in you the water
1: that? in some night. Nice, I seen the pictures of them. It looked very lovely. They're in the water. You. It, and um, this dolphins swimming around you, and you're st- standing there looking into Wesley's eyes. Come on, it was special.
2: Oh, if I was in there, I would have drowned, but I don't know how to swim. So
1: he he forgot to mention while he had that moment with Wesley, maybe three four feet away is Scarlet. Why <laughs> <laughs>
2: even
1: looking in her direction? So, what do you do for the next episode? Because yes. I mean,
2: look- I'd be really scared of death of carrying cross. I like just Scarlet like one second longer than I should have. I'd be scared to death. That guy, it's fine. And that's somebody I'm to this day just like Guy Jack. I'm always gonna be a cross supporter. Um, somebody who should be booked way better than he is. He's got the look. I know people don't get his in ring style because it's it's not a fast pace. It's not, but he can tell a story if given the shot. Like it's just he's not the NXT he took a good job, and WWE the main roster he's just not. Being given the chance to to show what he can do.
1: Yeah, I feel like his opportunity has been missed, and he's I don't know. I feel like he's stuck stuck at NXT, and then after that, there's there's no ladder going up for him. I what, feel what,
2: what killed him was that first call. Like he was from the get go when he came back. this second round, you know, when he and he attacked uh, McIntyre right out the gate, and he had the the, the 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 um sand thing. The you know what I'm talking about the the You know what I'm talking about, the sand thing that goes to the bottom of the time thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he was like showing to Roman like that was badass. And they just decided, yeah, we're just not gonna go like cross at that moment versus Roman would have been a hell of a match. You know what I mean? Again, if cross you're gonna have him lose, why don't you have him lose in a big spot or something like something really cool? You know, a match of two heels. Right. You know, again, we're not hookers.
1: (laughs) Not yet. Maybe another lifetime.
2: You know, by the way, you know WWE has an open job for a writer assistant right
1: now. Once once in a while, I check it out, and yeah, um, I saw that before they were hiring for a trainer, and I was very interested, but it was only for Orlando, and I was like, ah, uh, Orlando, yeah. So I was like, yeah, but yeah, once a, once in a while it opens up, and they they're hiring for writers and and, um, trainer, and I, trainers trainers and everything.
2: Podcast exclusive, you know, for everybody that knows, I actually got through three rounds of interviews with WWE um, four, five years ago, back in 2018, before I had gone to a different job for a writer's assistant position. I got to the end, but because I didn't have a driver's license, I didn't get it. And that's a true fact on record. Damn it. That's a fun <laughs> fact for our listeners. that you nearly were, I nearly was writing for WWE, but I didn't have a driver's
1: license. Um, talking about WWE writers, um, from people that know me or whatever, I, I have a gym in New Rochelle that's connected to a boxing gym. And the boxing gym is very um, old school. It has that old school, rugged look. So a lot of people like to rent it out and use it for music videos or TV shows. And um, without giving too much information, they are filming a TV show there, on and off there. And one of the writers for that TV show is a part-time writer for WWE. Oh, wow. And he gets harassed all the time. Because you know, (laughs) what's happening with the bloodline? What's that? And he just says, I can't say, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, it's, it's kind of cool that there's a writer there, and and he has some kind of information, and we might just have to like kidnap him or something to get something out of him. But
2: yeah. That is so funny.
1: <laughs> so it's,
2: I, I it's funny. If, if I had been in this position, like obviously if I had gotten the, the role, I would only a select few people would know that I would even, you know, that I was even doing that. Because obviously once people know, like that, I feel bad for that guy, I constantly, all the things I how yeah. you're doing. It. It's like what. Jank,
1: it was all
2: gonna come back in
1: two weeks, like, what? <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. and I, it, it's weird because you just have to have, like, I guess I don't know how your resume has to look for you to, to even apply for that. But I hope that when you're in the interview doing the interview, which I don't think they care, a wrestling fan should be part of it. Like, I don't, yeah, I used to watch wrestling when I was seven years old, and now I want to be a writer for WWE. Like, I don't think that should be good enough, but I, hey. And I I, just, I know that's not how it works, but I just feel like everyone that's connected to writing stories and everything should be somehow a wrestling fan and love it. Like I said, part of their lifestyle or whatever. But not just anybody like from Hollywood. Oh yeah, I write scripts all the time. I'm ready to write a script for this this guy named Roman. But yeah. oh Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay I think that's a wrap. Any shoutouts?
2: Mm, no you stole still lying about keen okay. <laughs> you stole still there's really no shout outs right now um i got to wait till next week for my shout out
1: it's all, you can always keep on shouting out the wrestling universe i'm sure they love it and maybe eventually, and maybe eventually they'll they well, stop paying us
2: well, well I, I will say this isn't really a shout out but i'm actually going to be going to uh payback in pittsburgh nice my buddy's driving, and I'm tagging along, and we're going to spend the weekend there in Pittsburgh. So you're going to have me live from uh, Payback.
1: I've been to Pittsburgh. I, 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 I went to Royal Rumble there. Uh, the Rumble, my me, favorite
2: pay-per-view.
1: Me and Harold um, hung out there.
2: Uh, Harold, the legend Harold. Shout out to Harold. There you go. <laughs> Shout out to Harold and Chris. Shout out to you guys.
1: Would, would you meet up with him over there or no? because I know he's in the area.
2: I probably will. I mean, I'll, I'll hit him up once um, Once I'm around the air. I mean, I'll let him know I'm going that way. Oh,
1: that's awesome. I'm
2: sure he will, so.
1: Nice. Payback. That's what. That's in um, two weeks?
2: That is um, the weekend, September 1st weekend. So the pay-per-view is on September 2nd, if I'm correct.
1: Okay, so I got that wrong. Then. I, I thought it was like the end of August.
2: No, no, no. September okay. 2nd, I practice the pay-per-view.
1: Oh, so the weekend of um, All Out.
2: Yeah, late Labor Day weekend. So it's the day before all, all wow.
1: out. Oh good. Busy wrestling weekend. Is
2: it all in? Wait. Is it all in or all I get confused. Which all one's Wembley? All in or all out?
1: All in is, is um London.
2: Okay, see it's all out, yeah.
1: Yeah, all outs in Chicago the week after. Got it, got it. Okay, now we're on the same page. Got it. Uh, okay. Um shout outs, um wrestling universe again. Um Lucha Ritos, located in Long Island. And that's it, I guess. Everyone, thanks for thanks listening. I
2: put a poster up there for you the, for not what them. I, I,
1: I got to take you there. It's, it's, Wait,
2: it's, Mexican food, I'm guessing? Based yeah, on Lucheritos, yeah, Based yeah. on name.
1: It, it, yeah. the name? Yeah, their main thing is Mexican food. But they have, uh, like I told you, their display of, of wrestling art on the wall and everything. It's it's awesome. Um, I've never gone to the karaoke night, but maybe we could do karaoke night and sing some sweet chip music or something. But yeah.
2: Uh, I'll 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 sing uh, some some uh, sexy voice of Shawn Michaels. <laughs> we should get some. I'll do
1: that. Let's get some I'll people together. Party. Get some people together. I said let's get some people together and we should go road trip.
2: Oh bro. I'll, I'll destry, destroy karaoke with some Judas and some. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll do the USO song just like oneish while I'm like half in the bag, you know. I'll, I'll make everybody up a good time.
1: <laughs> the sad part is that if we if we would have brought. Uh, Raymond, who, who lives in Florida, uh, he would have... He I'm doing karaoke, and he would have picked the Undertaker song. <laughs> no exactly. like no It's Exactly. He'll just be standing there looking at people while they're eating. <laughs> <laughs> Like
2: stares like a really hot girl at the bar, just <laughs> like, like his eyes rolls behind his head as he starts doing the bucket. on am just naked. Oh
1: my god!
2: That's right. So great!
1: All right, that's a wrap. So, <laughs> that next episode will be live from Lucharitos. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Um, have a good night, good afternoon, good morning, depending what when you listen to us. Thanks for listening to us and the support. Take care.
2: Adios.